Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. We've returned. Guess what? We said we we're gonna. It's do almost a... like it's been. What? Second part. Second, Second part. part. We're gonna less than five minutes. minutes. We're gonna be do a two parter, and now here we are. Which which podcast is this technically then? This is technically matinee edition number forty three point five five. <laughs> AKA forty four. AKA forty four. We're gonna call it. We just call it. We're gonna call it. I want this that is, number. I want this. Is our, this is our Agents of Shield retrospective. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Agents of Shield, a dearly beloved matinee edition show. Uh, the arms of an angel. Oh man, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It's it's no it's longer. Over. There's seven nothing, years. I cannot expect any new Colson. I cannot expect any new May. Oh man. <sighs> Uh, but what a fucking run! Like, oh, yeah, I gotta totally. be honest. What, like, the show, this show is one of those shows that like proves that if you give a show a chance to evolve, it will, like, it, it will serve you well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, this last episode, Dude, I, though, man, like, holy shit, it was, it was a, it was a, just, technically, quickly, it was a two part, right? What? Yes, yes. I, I, we'll probably just like talk about this, the latter of the two parts. But the, I just want to throw this out there. They were going to cancel Agents of Shield after season two. Yeah, and then fucking Disney stuck their arm out to ABC and was like, "Stop! Don't let it keep running." And and they did. Thank God they did because you know what? It's so fucking good as a fan. I'm here to argue that Coulson is a pillar of the MCU. Totally. Like 100%. Like if, if fucking Robert I, I would, Downey Jr. Be... And, and his Iron Man performance are, Coulson, Phil Coulson is right up there. Clark Gregg is right up there. Absolutely. Which, uh, dude, I, I want to think, and the, the, the places the show went, it's amazing to think of. Yeah. And like... In the grand scheme of things, this is a pretty like laid back finale. It was relatively, it was tame for what I. It, it, it was it was awesome, amazing, but, but tame. It, it worked for me in a weird way. I was yeah. like, they're really just ending it because like they know how much time we spent with these characters, and they're making sure that we're all happy. Yeah. And that they're and that they're wrapping up their arcs in good ways. Yeah, exactly. Like they they were probably one of the only shows I've watched that did like the fans justice and didn't like really like let you down with a bunch of like shitty like they didn't game of thrones the ending you know what i mean yeah they didn't they didn't, <laughs> need to, they didn't do something grandiose for the sake of doing it no and like I they didn't that, rub I they didn't like rub symbols because they could you know <laughs> like that's it was just like these characters deserve a good ending 
Yeah. We're going to give it to you. I, I remember after watching the last episode, I was like, was that a good ending? That just like felt really good. Like I was like, yeah. it just felt positive at the end. Yeah. And I was talking to my girlfriend. She's a, she's an English major. She was talking about how, like how difficult it is to wrap something up well. And it's like, oh. not, not everything has to end with a big fight. <laughs> like not everything has to be at end game. No, man. I mean, look at, look at, look at this episode. Like the ending we were talking about briefly, the ending is pretty much like kind of reminiscent of like where the show started off. Yeah. It so I was, I was on the, yeah, we'll, we'll get it. It starts off on like a really campy note and it ends that way too. Yeah. Re- nice. Referencing how it started in a really nice way. Yeah. So I, I want to start at the beginning of the last episode where uh, like Fitz shows back up at the end of the penultimate episode. Finally. I, I was so fucking happy. I Dude, was so happy. I was the favorite character. I was legitimately beginning to question if Fitz was actually going to show up or if he was going to be this elusive thing the entire season. Dude, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But they made it make sense. <laughs> like yeah. they, they explained time travel so much better than uh, Endgame did. <laughs> like, I, love, I love that. I, I, hope, I hope in our distant future, people don't look to these to like explain time travel. Like, I hope like, not. <laughs> like, you know how people reference constantly back to the future? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, you're right. The, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did such a better job with the time travel narrative. Granted, I won't say Endgame did it badly. No, no, no. But no, Agents no, of no, S.H.I.E.L.D. But... made it make more sense. Exactly, exactly. And I, I just, I, I, they, they further like kind of uh, ironed it out. Yeah, ironed it out. And it really had to do with multiversal theory, and it was it was quite fascinating that like yeah. Fitz had to stay to make sure that that timeline didn't break off. And I was I was I was pretty intrigued by it. Yeah. So it, it starts off with them being like, "Well, somebody has to stay and send us back to the present with all the chronicoms." Yeah. And so Deke ends up sticking around, which makes one hundred percent sense. Uh, he, at the at the moment, you're just like Deke, and then like. I love that it was Suzo is having this like emotional speech and Deke's just like, 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 no, I'll do it. Dude, Susa is like, he was a real great addition to this, this, yeah. this, this season. I got to be honest. At first I was skeptical, fun. but he, he was a good addition. Uh, although like. They didn't really do much with him, but like, he was fun to have around. I, well, I love the, I just the idea of that man out of time character. Uh, yeah, the fish uh, out of water is always fun. Yeah, but yeah, so Deke, so Deke ends up staying behind, which makes sense because he's he's already ripped off all like the 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 most prominent rock and rock songs in the eighties <laughs> or yeah. you know, pop songs as well. It seems like, but and made himself a celebrity. Yeah, and so that kind of that kind of works. And, and it also was like, is he the director of Shield now in eighty three? That's what I was wondering. I was like, wait, so did he really start taking over the operation of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I was yeah. watching this episode real skeptically for like, like, oh, you know, soft pilots as they call them, where you yeah. know, it'll be like, it'll be like this little like idea, like Deke running S.H.I.E.L.D. in the 80s. Is, uh, is there an <laughs> audience for that? Like, <laughs> Dude, I, I would watch that. Like they had hand pop up again, which I yeah. was super excited about. Well, and we, yeah, I, th- I thought so too. I, and, and that was like, a, that was an interesting inclusion. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, they, they make a big deal. I think in that scene where right before they all they all go back in time without Deke, uh, or 
Uh, they go back back to the present. Back, yeah, back to the back to the not even future. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, but that they made a big deal, big deal of like that was the last time they're all going to be in the, the team will all be in the same room, right? Yeah. Uh, and that that stayed true to form. Like I, I I thought that was really interesting. Like you just saw slowly but surely them not being uh, together, like breaking apart, and then like next thing you know, you realize like the whole team isn't gonna like come come back together at some point during this episode, yeah. except for like that sh- that you know ending round table thing. But which they weren't all in the same room. Yeah, which was like a trick. The <laughs> trick. Yeah. And I will say, like, seeing them connected directly to the previous season mm-hmm. and how close they were was fucking bizarre to me. And it was, it was really satisfying. Yeah. And it really cemented how, like, these past two seasons, season six and seven, because they were shortened, mm-hmm. they should be, like, considered one whole season based on the standards of the previous ones. Fair enough, yeah. The other ones, yeah, there were, like, 20 episodes each or something. Like yeah. That, you know what I mean? They're really long seasons. Yeah. <laughs> But um, their whole their whole like foiling the Chronicoms is pretty fucking satisfying. Yeah, man. Well, because at first the Chronicoms were this really cool like intro, like you know, race to introduce in the form of uh, wow, why, why am I blanking on this name? Enoch. Uh, Enoch. Well, yeah, dude. Uh, rip. Yeah, dude. Uh, but like then, like all of a sudden, like they just became sinister as fuck, man. Well, did and, did, did you catch very the compelling? Did you catch like the leaders were like taking away all their empathy and yeah. making them less like they're actually turning them into terminators pretty much pretty much uh and but so there there, there was like you know dual antagonists in the in this se- season from yeah yeah uh, I, I i the chronicoms were awesome the little fucking spoiled brat kid I, oh I the fucking malik kid malik that like that dude killed my buzz almost every scene he was in I dude, gotta be honest. I was like, dude, this, like, that's the weak point in this fucking season. Like, yeah, I think everything around him was sort of blah. Like, it, I think at one point Kate said that uh, he he reminded her of like a college like drama student. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Dude. It was like this, like kind of whiny, but like trying to be. I, I almost had like, to rule. I mean, to set everyone free. I just don't fuck a roll. He just acts like yeah. I just did not buy into his shit. I was like, this kid's fucking weak. <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty sweet to see the quantum realm in Agents of Shield too. Oh dude, yeah. I was so blown away by that. Like that was, <laughs> I was really pretty cool. amazed. Yeah, well, because I was just like, I was like, holy shit, like they're expanding on this this like this idea. Like they're expanding on what endgame laid forth. And this is actually what's gonna help people explain like future fucking travel between those multiverses and in movies i was i was pretty impressed it was and i i i I will say the one other hole because there has to like i have to be critical of something because i enjoyed it to such a point they're like cora daisy's daisy's sister i really not enough time to breathe yeah yeah dude like that was also another one it was just like it at first it felt like it was going in a good direction and i think they just ran out of room to like develop that character yeah. and so it became but but like uh, that was I, did she survive i can't i'm, I'm, I'm can't she, she survived and she went off into space in the end with daisy yeah so this is so this that was one of those other soft pilot things i thought i was like are they gonna yeah. try and pursue this like you know susa and like the johnson girls going out into space you know what I mean? like what the fuck dude i was like that was like that like it was cool for the closure 
and it, and it was like it was really kind of fun to like think about like them you know exploring further but yeah the Korra character was very underdeveloped in, yeah. in the end and like also was kind of a weak part. I think when Fitz went Korra is the key I just went uh yeah <laughs> like, that was exactly dude that was kind of my reaction to it it's just sort of like uh like <laughs> yeah like why couldn't it steer in some other direction you know but so they foil the chronic chronicoms yeah and they pretty much save the present from getting invaded by all the chronicoms thank goodness da- <laughs> daisy daisy kills herself yeah. and what was what came out of left field for me but made sense in the context of the fight she was having with fucking malik yeah uh that, that that fight didn't make much sense to me because I just I imagine like Daisy with her training combined with her quake powers would easily kick that dude's whiny ass. But like they made know, a point like, to mention earlier in the season that he had been like he hadn't been jumping through time, so he'd had those powers for like twice as long as Daisy. Oh, I guess yeah, I guess it is. So he was like he was like ridiculously good. But but yeah, her like you know like final wave blast of like quakiness. Yeah, uh, was like uh, in in all the in the idea of like the sheer might of it all, and the fact that it destroyed that fucking spaceship, like or it, d- it destroyed the fleet. Yeah, uh, that was that was awesome. But it, was it was, but it was just so. I don't know. It was just like, it, dude, the watching watching Malik get vaporized might have been one of the highlights of the finale. Fair enough. Fair I was enough. like, did they just throw this extremely hateable character in it just to make us all be extremely happy when he dies? Yeah, maybe. I mean, like he was—he he was just so unconvincing as like a villain. <laughs> he fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah, and and like I, I mean, I don't know that what the ragtag crew that he had developed. Like, what was the, the who was the? Oh, he was the bad guy from the first season. Yeah, yeah, but it was like, but I actually read that that was uh, so it was Bill Pullman, right? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, you're I think right. It was. it was Bill Pullman, and um. That was actually his. I think that was his kid that played. Really? In the, yeah. In, in the, this like last. He season. was he was convincingly unhinged. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I or Bill Paxton. It was Bill Paxton. I Bill think. Paxton. Was, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like so, you know, one way or another, the Shield team, you know, fucking comes out on top again, uh, which you know, we are all expecting. Which oh, I know, I know, you're a big May fan. That yeah. that the cavalry moment. Yeah. I was like. I was like, they kept, yes. They kept May badass until the fucking very end. Like, <laughs> yeah. that was that was so choice. And, like, that was exactly the way you needed to keep that character, though, dude. Like, it's because it's, she starts out, and they allude to it. You know, they mentioned it in this, uh, this last episode. But, you know, she starts out in that capacity of, like, I don't want to fucking be out there in the action anymore. I just, like, if you want me, I will strictly fly. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like and then now at the end of it all, you realize why the fuck may is always like you know in such high regard uh but yeah may like all their endings were like were i would say pretty yeah. satisfying let's let's just get let's just get to the round table i mean like that's pretty much it i yeah i, I mean sorry go, well, go i just i just want to throw it out there like yo-yos yo-yo being an agent and like sort of running like a strike team yeah number one like she was like she consistently popped up from like season two until like the end of season four she was just like a side character that kept appearing yeah she and was she, a, 
she became a series regular and she's awesome that yeah. actress did a great job yeah she was a real like once they brought her into the in in on as a regular like it really helped uh, the ensemble i think yeah i think she, she was a really good addition mm-hmm. like and it's good they made that they had her stick around and that, that's what i was worried when i heard that she became a series regular i was like fuck they're gonna like kill her or something in, like the last episode yeah but but no, she's she she was fantastic, and I like that they brought Davis back as an LMD. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Good little touch. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think it, I think it's fitting for her character to be like she's not done, you know, uh, running missions. You know, she just discovered yeah. like the the actual like length of her power, which isn't just rebounding. It's you know, it's fucking just being a speedster basically. Yeah, which. I guess that last shot of her getting out of the car and running through it is like a direct flash homage. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Which I was like, hey, that's a nice touch. Yeah. That was a pretty sweet scene. I love, I love them just like mingling. It was, I was like, fuck, like these characters have had like seven years to breathe. Like they're really at this point, they're convincing just as people at this point. Uh, How do you feel about Max? Like overall. uh, Dude, Mac being Nick Fury at the end right dude i was like you even had the trench coat you don't even need nick fury anymore you got fucking mac and george on a helicarrier i was like this is fucking dope i love that he's i love that he's like completely in on the director role yeah like i I agree i'm glad that like it wasn't just like i'm glad he didn't just end up like you know walking away from anything either i felt like mac uh like as a character mac would have like continued on in some sort of like leadership capacity for sure yeah and Max also, he was another like really good addition to the show. So. Absolutely, dude. Like, uh, he started off as a like mechanic in the show. He started off as a mechanic in like season two, and then he's all of a sudden by the end of he's a fucking he's like the, the goddamn director, director of Shield. Oh, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, but but to be honest, like I loved I loved uh, Coulson's conclusion. Like uh, like yeah, like Coulson. I remember the first time I watched Iron Man, and one of the things that stuck out the most uh, amongst many things about that movie was Phil Coulson. Yeah, because, yeah. like his little bit was so fucking great, and this show just like flushing out the making that character something out of fucking nowhere it was it was actually giving him like a like a place to shine yeah and actually to be the hero rather than just be like this accompaniment yeah and and to like you know at first showed like the glue of like these different facets of the mcu yeah and and, you know i i think that it was just like really like an interesting fit that he's now a fucking robot an lmd basically uh yeah, yeah. well like that is eternalized in a way but like but yeah. he's but as a as a character and this is very fitting for his character like he just constantly struggles with that it seems like where he's always like you know questioning whether or not like his new nature is like something that human like, or he wants and yeah, I, I love that. I love that they sent him off with his fucking cor- with the fucking Corvette. That was and most, his off switch. I'm gonna say it, that's the most beautiful part of this whole this whole season finale because, like oh, I man. said earlier, it was just like it was just such a great homage to like the first part of this this series where it was just kind of cheesy, kind of charming, not really fully developed. And at the end of all this development, you kind of still have Colson riding off into the sunset in this fucking hovercraft car. <laughs> yeah. And but at this point I was like, oh what a what a nice way to end it. Yeah. Dude, uh, I will I will say my favorite characters, fucking Fitz and Gemma. They're yeah. they're my favorite. I was so happy with their ending. These 
those two in particular have been through the fucking ringer more than anyone else. My God, man. Like, like it eventually just became like a thing for the show. It's like the season, the big part of the season is like made up of like, what the fuck is happening with Fitz and Simmons? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, what is it? In season one, like, no, season two, Fitz got brain damage. Yeah. And what about the season where Gemma was on the fucking planet across the yeah. universe? And then, <laughs> like, dude, evil fits in the framework. I still think season four is the best season. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't like I didn't honestly ever start like when they first started and like we were first introduced to those characters, uh you I had no idea the show was gonna be so heavily centered around them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and but it, and like, it was a really good choice to do that in hindsight. Yeah, they became well, I think it's because they're the most like I wanna I don't wanna say relatable, but they are. They're the most like human characters of the group. Yeah. They're definitely and they're like they're the most apparently flawed. Yeah. Between the both of them especially. And like that's one of the neat things about their dynamics. Yeah. Like neither of them, like Fitz is just a smart guy, and so is Gemma. Like Max got his fucking axe, Daisy has superpowers. Yeah. Like Suze's got a fake leg and Colson's <laughs> Colson. Like but we just have these two random people and I feel like the fan base also attached them a lot. So it was, it was satisfying to see them finally have like a, get a happy ending after all the shit. And they had like a kid, which I called it. I called it. No, man. Like, I called it, I called it like a week ahead. I was talking to Kate and I was like, what if, what if like, what if they had a kid and like they time traveled back again and then they sent everybody back in time. Dude. It's like, hey, that's probably it. That's probably it. Either way, it was a very satisfying fucking ending. I, I was, I was, I was so happy. I was, I was, I was very happy watching it, and it it felt only appropriate for a a show with such longevity, and then oh, gone to so many different places. Like you said, ended in the exact place it started. Yeah, it was, it was fucking dope. I applaud, I applaud what they did on that with that show because I was almost, I was almost willing to let it go for sure. Yeah, it got so much better. Dude, there's, there's, um, and like, like yeah, everyone was willing to let it go like halfway through season one. Yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't very good. The doggo is excited, my friend. I know. I know. Uh, so I, I'm probably going to, I'm, I'm probably going to call it there. What? there I have one more question, though. Yes. What is, what's your favorite season of Shield? My like I said, season. four for me. Ghost Rider, LMBs, my, it was too good. My favorite season, I think it's. God, what, what the season I was just talking about, where like Gemma's on the other planet and oh three with Hive, and he, yeah, with Hive. Like I think that one was really fucking. I, I like that one a lot because it just to me it just expanded their universe so drastically. Yeah. I feel like like after three and four, especially like it just was like a steady, just like quality, pretty much all the way through. Yeah, and I love that shot of Coulson diving from the airplane all the way down through that like portal <laughs> through to the, the portal. other side of fucking space badass yeah i was like what a fucking badass and he was human <laughs> and, and here here's to hoping that they do bring back at least some of these characters in some form because they left it wide enough open to at yeah. least have like some kind of cameo oh so. for sure for sure i i would hope that they maybe like try and include uh, a little bit of like clark greg uh in there yeah. somewhere you know like the only characters that i think are off the table are fitz and Gemma and may yeah, fair enough. Everybody else is fair game. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss having like Agents of Shield to watch though. Like uh, Marvel's <laughs> gotta fill that void because now I don't have Netflix shows. Now I don't have Agents of Shield. Dude, we only have like a month, like not a month and a half, like two two and a half months until Falcon the Winter Soldier. So 
Fair enough. And Black Widow comes out in November. So here, here's to hoping. Yeah, here's to hoping. Either way, this has been the the part two. Uh, episode forty four. Uh, technically, episode this is called forty four. This, this is called forty four. All right. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm gonna miss it. Agents of Shield. Same here. If, if dear listener, if you haven't watched it, it's like all on Netflix. Just watch yeah. it. It's just worth get, it. Just get on there and do it. It's perfect for quarantine. And also get on Instagram and find us at Old Heart Radio. And amen uh, to that. Follow us on Twitter at Old Heart. Yep. <laughs> uh, by Oatly. Yeah, by Oatly, and uh, you know Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, <laughs> it's been real. Good day. Thank <laughs> you.